2017 Global Ideas Forum. Hi, and welcome to our Global Ideas Forum podcast series for 2016. My name's Lloyd Nash, co-founder of Global Ideas, which is a health and education charity building the capacity of the next generation to lead change in global health. This year at Global Ideas Forum, more than 300 changemakers came together to explore the crucial intersections between culture, identity, power and health. Here we've captured our major keynotes and panel discussions from the forum for you to listen and re-listen and reflect on some of the issues and the themes. I hope that they might challenge the way that you currently think about some of these important issues. And I invite you to use the series as a mirror to really interrogate your own beliefs and behaviours and imagine how you might use your own influence to promote better health for all. I want to give a shout to our forum principal partners, the Fred Hollows Foundation, who are on a mission to end avoidable blindness everywhere, and also the University of Melbourne, who continue to host our forum. It is their ongoing support that make this podcast possible. Finally, I want to thank you for downloading this podcast and for being part of our Global Ideas community. What unites our community is a desire to see better health for all and a belief in the power of interdisciplinary collaboration to foster innovation. I hope that you will continue to join us on our journey as we build the skills and networks required to catalyze action for healthier communities, healthier lives, and a healthier planet. Enjoy. Thanks very much for joining us at Global Ideas Forum 2017, Mr Kirby. Welcome. Thank you. First of all, I guess uh, it would be great to know a little bit about what you're speaking about today. Basically, uh, global ideas include climate change, obviously a very important global idea, uh, the sustainable development goals and access to health care, and LGBTIQ rights, which are not just a problem in Australia, but they're a big issue uh, around the world. So there are three big global ideas with which I've been associated, and I'll be speaking about the second and third. In light of everything that's happening in Australian politics at the moment, it's a, it's a very um, interesting situation we have with the postal vote and the High Court ruling recently. Um, what are your thoughts on everything that's happening here? On everything? Well, yeah. I, I agree with a comment of a popular singer. It's an insult. It's a serious insult to gay Australians. And people just have to understand that and they have to understand the health consequences of it because there's so much evidence, first of all, of the impact on young uh, gay people that they feel isolated, uh, humiliated, not accepted. Uh, They've been singled out for this uh, postal survey. We've never done it before ever in the history of the Commonwealth of Australia. It's unscientific, uh, it's not going to be determinative, uh, and it's an insult to gay Australians. because it has been imposed, we have to try to get people of goodwill to understand both its justice implications and also its health implications. And that means voting yes in the uh, postal survey. And that's what I'll be uh, speaking about. And the High Court ruling recently, I mean, was overwhelmingly in favour of going ahead with the postal vote. How did that happen? I I don't know much about particularly what was brought to the High Court and and what happened there. Uh, Well, um, it wasn't overwhelming. It was unanimous. Uh, It was 7-0 in the High Court. and You don't get more overwhelming than uh, the whole court. Um, There were two issues. One was whether or not the postal survey was constitutionally valid. 
that is to say whether an appropriation had been made by Parliament to permit the spending of taxpayers' money on the survey. Uh, the um, claimants argued that it was not. Uh, however, the government, despite the refusal of Parliament to go ahead with the survey, uh, or a postal plebiscite, uh, pointed to uh, a provision for exceptional and unexpected expenditures, and uh, that was uh, considered um, uh, sufficient in the view of the High Court. Uh, there are authorities on both sides in the High Court. During my time, there was a case called Combay, which was a case concerning uh, electoral advertising by the Howard government to support the work choices legislation. The High Court on that occasion divided. Justice McHugh and I dissented in the case, uh, believing that the spending of taxpayers' money should be made very clear. Uh, and that, I think, was the argument that was advanced, but it wasn't accepted, and uh, so constitutionally it was accepted. Uh, there was also a statutory argument relating to whether the Australian Bureau of Statistics had the power to perform the survey and uh, that argument was also rejected. There was a report that came out recently in particular about transgender uh, Australians and young transgender Australians and that the incidence of suicide in the transgender community is very high. Um, what, can, what can we do about that? What can sort of everyday Australians do to, to try and make a difference in statistics like that when we're quite shocked by them? Well, thank you for asking what we can do. That's something which uh, Australians and particularly young Australians should ask and I believe are asking. Uh, it's not only in Australia of course. President Trump uh, attempted to exclude all transgender people from the armed forces of the United States until it was pointed out that there were thousands of them and that at the moment that would not be a good thing and so uh, that has been held up for the time being. But there's a lot of prejudice against trans people, including, I should say, also in the uh, gay and lesbian communities. People don't really have much contact with or knowledge of many transgender people, and therefore uh, that is very uh, damaging and it can lead to prejudice uh, and discrimination, which sadly is very common. Um, both for transgender Australians and also for LGBT, LGBTIQ Australians, um, it's necessary to understand the commonality of our species, uh, the normality of variations in our species on issues of sexual orientation and gender diversity, uh, and uh, the health implications of being nasty to people on the basis that they don't choose and can't change. It's just really, it's immoral and really it's wicked. Uh, but it's also very damaging to the mental and physical health of the people concerned. So that's why if we're talking about global ideas, we shouldn't just be looking at our Australian situation. We should also be looking at the world because if it's bad in Australia, it certainly is much worse in many other countries and our duty as good citizens of the world is to contribute 
to greater understanding, including greater understanding of the health consequences of discriminating against people, humiliating them and isolating them. It has been quite encouraging in the past few weeks to see how businesses have really stepped up and shown their support for voting yes in the postal vote um, and, and seeing that kind of movement that they're making. Do you think, um, I guess, business has a role in um, standing up against stigma and discrimination, but also some of the ideas we're talking about when it comes to climate change and health and how these all link together? Uh, business does have an interest, and, and the interest is not purely um, benevolent. Uh, it's, it's in the interests of business. The interest of business is making profits, uh, and uh, making profits for the shareholders and making uh, good use of the workforce. And there's a, a lot of evidence that <coughs> if you um, discriminate against people at work, then you are not going to get the most out of them. They're going to bring half of their personality and enthusiasm to work. So the bottom line is that it's in the interest of business to be inclusive and not to discriminate. And I think that was a point that uh, Alan Joyce made recently about his statements as the general manager of Qantas, because uh, he, he would simply be reflecting what his duty as a general manager is to ensure that the employees of Qantas, um, like the employees of other businesses, are bringing their whole self and not leaving their pronouns at home. Um, so this is, this is one of the reasons, and uh, I'm a patron of Pride in Diversity, which is an Australian organisation that supports business uh, engagement and equality for all people, including LGBTIQ uh, employees. And this is a very big uh, issue, and I go to Japan next week because they don't have this in Japan, and there's quite a lot of discrimination and bullying uh, in many Asian countries, but they're looking to Australia for how they can build up uh, a pride in diversity organisation there with the use of the multinational corporations which have done this in the United Kingdom, uh, Australia and other countries and now hopefully will be doing it in, in Asian countries and in our region. If there's if there's one thing that the people here, that our delegates could do tomorrow when they, when they go home, when they wake up and they're still thinking about all of these issues, one thing they could do, what do you think that would be? Well, there are, of course, a lot of things they can do, but mm. one thing is to remember that uh, we in Australia are part of the international community. There's a bit of a tendency in Australia to be pretty self-satisfied. We're down here at the end of the world. We're a long way, or so we think, from others. But in the world of the internet and of uh, nuclear weapons and global missiles, we're not a long way from others. And our duty as, as of Australians uh, is to reach out to others and help them to see the issues uh, which are global issues and which concern us all as a species. Otherwise, the long-term history of the human species may, may be limited. And the other thing they can do is vote yes in the coming postal survey. It's completely unsatisfactory and it's a big insult to gay people, but it has to be uh, got through and it would be a dreadful thing in Australia uh, if the organised churches and other opponents uh, won the day. And I hope uh, people, young people, intelligent people will not only vote yes themselves, 
but will seek to persuade uh, their families and others to vote for equality and justice and ordinary human kindness. That's a message I would like to leave. Thanks for joining us at Global Ideas Forum 2017. I love Global Ideas. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to this Global Ideas Forum podcast series. There are other great episodes in this series covering the three themes of our forum this year, gender inequity in health, refugee and asylum seeker health, and Indigenous health. Do take the time to listen to them all. I'm sure you'll find lots in there that will surprise you, challenge you, inspire you, and have you planning your next steps for taking action. Also, don't forget our Global Ideas Lab podcast series with plenty more global health issues to get your teeth into. If you find any of these episodes especially compelling, please share them. Post on social and tell your friends, and you'll be helping to raise awareness of important issues in global health so that many more people can join the movement for better health for all. Finally, please keep in touch. Subscribe to updates from us at our website, www.globalideas.org.au, like our Facebook page, and follow us on Twitter at Globideas. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for downloading this podcast.